Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael. Episode 35. Skull mug. Mm-hmm. Do you have my skull plates? They're oh, hiding. yeah, I think they're hiding. <laughs> they're hiding in my, uh, in my mini fridge because I've been too lazy to bring them down put in the dishwasher. Yeah. Luckily, most of my meals here come in a bowl or a tray already. Hell yeah. Hell so yeah. does mine. <laughs> Are you, those fucking steamer shit? Steamer <laughs> shit. That's yep. Cleveland for you. Yep, yep. Steamer shits. Steamer shits. And we read Water Snakes. We did. By... Tony Sandoval out on Magnetic Press in 2018. And it's a very whimsical looking book. Would you say that a water snake is also a steamer shit? Yeah. If it's a hot one, right? Right, 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 right. right. <laughs> a it's, hot it's water a, snake. A hot water snake. <laughs> the Cleveland steaming hot water snake. Cle- yep, I like it. Yep. It, it felt like a... Slightly older, young adult, whimsical comic book. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty short. I think it's, uh, what, just three issues? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I really dig the art style. When I first saw it, it reminded me a bit of Coraline. Yeah. As far as the character design. Right, the yes. character art. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like big head. Uh, Slim. Skip, yeah, slender body. Yeah. yeah. But it's, uh, it's all very cute, and I... I don't know. I have a soft spot for like watercolor. Yeah. Anything, any well done watercolor, I'm like immediately in love with it. I'm curious if, because he did the illustration and the writing, Tony mm-hmm. did. I wonder, because to me, it looks like he just did some watercoloring and then did some illustrative etching and drawing over it. But I wonder if he did the drawing first and then watercolored. After that, like, mm. how did he lay it out? Which one was first? Right, like the process that he went to to create each panel or whatever. Right. It, but it was excellent watercoloring. I liked it. Yeah, and it adds to this kind of uh, the whimsy and dreamlike um, narrative to uh, the story. Right. Which I admit, even now, I still don't really know what was happening. Yeah. <laughs> no, a hundred percent. Like I know what I saw was happening, but right. I don't know what was happening. Right. Like what it reminds me of is like, it, it takes you back to your childhood where you just make up shit Yep. and just, you know, playing with your imagination and just having fun with, you know, what you've got. Right. I don't think ever in my childhood though, I, used imagination to have teeth fly out of my head into outer space. That's true. And I never imagined swallowing a black octopus to keep it safe. Yeah. yeah. From my parents. Yeah. So we had really boring childhood. Yeah, apparently. yeah, we really did. We really did. It, we missed out. <laughs> but, but no, no, there's still time. <laughs> that's there's still what, time. That's what hallucinogens are for, I guess. Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, but no, seriously, like, when I saw the, her little ghost friend, whatever, that only she could see, talked about her teeth being from other ghosts or other people. Yeah. And then they, like, just flew out of her head and traveled through space. I was like, holy shit. That is one idea that I've never seen used anywhere in my life. Right. <laughs> now, 
One question I have, you know the army they have toward the end? Yes. Were those her teeth? I think those are the teeth. Because that goes back to Greek mythology where um, dude took dragon teeth and then planted them and then like they grew into soldiers. Oh, Lord Toothicus. Yes, Lord Toothicus <laughs> of, uh, of Toothicus <laughs> of Toothicus. <laughs> But yeah, it's it remind me a little of that. But um, overall, like I just really enjoyed this this weird nostalgic thing of like you know the end of summer and uh, kids are having fun and you know right. using their imagination. Because it starts out with her going on this long bike ride out of the city to go swim in a swimming hole, mm-hmm. which I did. Right later on, growing up, I did that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's kind of the end of summer. So, um, is the ghost girl's little brother real? I think so. Okay. Yeah, as far as I can tell. So then the ghost girl is real? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think the ghost girl is real. Never really explained why she just kind of disappeared. Yeah. Well, we never saw her parents. That's true. So the little boy could just be fucking with uh, what's-her-face main character girl. Right. Yeah, yeah. But there's there's just um, I, I mean I, I guess I just think of it as you know dream logic where yeah, yeah. you know shit happens you don't need full on explanations and details about you know well where the her parents and all that shit right you just take it as it is little floaty magical surrealism type of thing a exactly little bit. Yeah. yeah I was a little. Uh, I don't want to say grossed out, but a little grossed out, or I felt some kind of way, because these are presumably teenagers mm-hmm. or something, and I didn't want to see her making out with another little ghost yeah. girl. I was like, oh, no, I don't need to be seeing this. And then actually getting full on naked. Yeah. And yeah. then an octopus. Yeah. But so that segment kind of weirded me out. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, God damn it. And- did you? So when they were kissing and shit, did you notice how their faces just like melted together? Yes, that was kind of creepy. It was. It was like one of the first moments where it's like, oh, so this is gonna go kind of dark and weird. Yes, because at <laughs> first it was kind of cutesy. Yeah, and then it went like, oh no, this. Because in my head, I was like, is this for like a young adult? Mm-hmm. And then I read that bit, I was like, oh, this might be leaning towards more adult. Right, and then it, it walked a fine fucking line, dude. Like, oh yeah, ugh. It's it's special. Like, I was not expecting the the little girl to get her leg chopped off. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> there's just blood everywhere, and there's like a fair amount of gore. Yeah, like yeah. a surprising amount of gore, given like what it started as. Yes, there were really cool like skeleton dogs and skeleton people, mm-hmm. like the quote unquote enemy. Right. That was, I was like, yes, that's my fucking Warhammer army right, right. there. <laughs> Hell yeah. It kind of reminded me of um, the Ghost Army uh, from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Or uh, the Wild Hunt from a Witcher. I don't know if you played... Uh, I did not play uh, that very far at all. Yeah. I, I, I kind of uh, gave up partway through and then just watched YouTube videos. Fair. To figure out what, what actually happens. Yeah. But it, it vaguely reminds me of uh, the Wild Hunt, uh, but yeah. I think my favorite part 
of this whole entire story was the personification of Summer and showing Summer dying. Oh, yeah. It that was, was like just a, really fucking cool. Just this lumbering dude thing. I don't... It's kind of hard to tell, like, what it's supposed to be exactly. It seemed just like a huge giant yeah. that was kind of bulbous and hunched over and very old. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't like a perfect humanoid figure, but resembled one close enough. Right. And then it just kind of slowly hunches down over the panels and then dies mm-hmm. while booping the lady. Yep. And then it shows a swirl of, of, of leaves. It's like, we're now in autumn, mm-hmm. right? Summer's over. It was just really fucking cool. It's like, art artistically is like, yeah, it's on point. Yeah. It, yeah. it really is. Um, and being three issues, it's a quick read. Yep. So I, I personally highly recommend this book. Absolutely. It was, it was fun and cute and interesting mm-hmm. and also weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a good time. Yep. Do it. Album this time around is, uh, Becerus. The, uh, album title is Homo Homni Brutus, or as I like to call it, Homina Homina Homina. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of what my head or eyes wanted to read. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this came out on uh, Everlasting Spew uh, last year. No, that says... Everlasting Poo Poo Records. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Approved. <laughs> so, uh, I'm going to officially request their name be changed. Yes. Oh, yeah, and it's it's death metal. It sh- certainly is. Yep. Uh, first of all, I I really like the album art. I really do. It's it's a caveman. Yeah, it's a towering caveman holding a club, and, and it just looks cool. But it's like scratched out. It's like someone took a pin and went really fast up and down all into a shape. Yeah. Of the caveman. Right. Instead of like firm lines. Right. Right. It's very sketchy looking. Yeah. And uh, there's like pink and green and I don't know. It's just like this weird neon caveman. (laughs) And I fucking love it. My initial thought was, wow, this is a cool intro. Mm -hmm. My second thought was, wow, that intro doesn't fit with this music at all. Nope. My third thought was, that sounds like Chris Barnes doing vocals, like early Cannibal Corpse Chris Barnes. Yep. Hell yeah. <laughs> Those are my first three thoughts within the first minute of listening to this. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. It's it's a fun listen. And like that that intro, like in my head, it sounds like um you're at a smithy. Yeah. Like a blacksmith place. But it's like, but wait, cavemen blacksmiths? No. No. <laughs> I think that's a, a little ahead of their time. But, you know, whatever. <laughs> cavemen blacksmiths. Maybe they were like the Italian cavemen. Oh, yeah. This was their uh, renaissance. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, the the riffs are are fun, but it doesn't... Not all of it reminds me of, like, K-Man riffs. No, not at all. There's, like, uh, if I remember correctly, there's only one song that felt like K-Man riffs. Right. Knuckle Dragon nonsense, mm-hmm. right? Like, a lot of the riffs is like, Man, these cavemen have really dexterous fingers. Right. And I guess that goes hand in hand with them having an anvil. That, that, yeah. <laughs> like, they're just very 
progressive and advanced cavemen. Yeah, they're, they're just way ahead of their time, <laughs> these cavemen. But one of the earlier tracks, maybe three or four, I can't remember. At the end of the track, there's like a kind of off-kilter laugh that's echoed <laughs> and then kind of looped a little bit. Yeah. And it was the coolest thing ever. It was so... <laughs> It was dumb. It was fucking stupid. Right. And I loved it. And then after that was the knuckle-dragging caveman riff song. Right. That, like, cool, put it in there. It didn't. It's whatever. But that laugh was like, fuck. I, I think that's the whole point of the thing. this thing, though, is just, like, let's fucking have a really good time making some death metal. Yep. Um, have, they put out a uh, music video oh. for one of the songs. Okay. And it's literally uh, just two guys... In a barn um, with goats. <laughs> I'm gonna have to watch it. And they have like this dude with a inflatable uh, uh, club going around smacking oh, shit. No, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. It's fucking awesome. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it. No, but like seriously, I enjoyed the hell out of this mm-hmm. album. I'll listen to it multiple times. Like it was fun yeah and, and being like a short album it's perfect for like you know r- out running errands or whatever right which is how i listen to this album <laughs> it's like commute to work or you know getting groceries or whatever mm-hmm. uh but yeah i mean they they don't reinvent the wheel here it's more like they have the wheel and they're playing with it yes like <laughs> you know the 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 old like Kids, I think it's called like, like stick hoop or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it's like them. Yeah. But with cavemen and a stone wheel and clubs. <laughs> if only they could figure out fire. <laughs> they have an anvil. Right? No fire. <laughs> they they are really hammering that metal to get it to, you know, into shape. Yes. <laughs> like hitting it really fucking hard. Caveman strength. Yes. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's a good album. It's fun. If you like death metal, you'll probably like this. Yep. Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael.